Oh, the horns come oh, in, kids. I love them. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome, everybody, to the Church on a Hill podcast. This is Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey uh, coming to you from our Hilltop Studios in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. Welcome to the show. Just a normal everyday just podcast. A no- a normal just everyday our normal pod- no weekly video. podcast. This is not a yeah, video. No. You know, I am wearing a hoodie, which I've tried to wear a hoodie like several days in a row. Apparently, that was a thing. I didn't know yeah. that you had some sort of strategy. Check, check out all our YouTube videos. You can go onto YouTube and search Palouse Federated Church. You'll see me in a different hoodie every day. And Tim is wearing a hoodie, and you'll see that when we produce our uh, produce. Produce our. We say uh, that loosely. Loosely, meaning we push a button. Um, Tim's wearing a hoodie today, and you'll see that in a YouTube video. But if you're just here for the podcast, maybe you're a regular subscriber, and hey, we're going to do our regular podcast today. A few announcements, then talk about our upcoming sermon. And we have a sermon because we still are having worship. Yes. A little bit different. Yes. We're still going to have music. We have some brave volunteers who are practicing social distancing who are going to help us facilitate a 9 a.m. style worship service and 11 a.m. So we'll have our traditional at 9 a.m. with hymns and our contemporary at 11 a.m. They'll both be online. Please don't come in person. That's not what we meant. Right. Can't come in person, but it will be available online uh, through Facebook Live at least. And we are rapidly trying to expand that to other means right um so you might get another opportunity i don't know if that's going to be youtube or vimeo but it'll be facebook live for sure yes and uh so that's sundays 9 a.m and 11 a.m tim is preaching this week excited about that yeah Yeah. so um and we'll talk more about that but we're having uh worship online Uh, yes the other announcement is we we have those YouTube videos that we've been making. Yeah, uh, that's new for us this yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. So our our awesome youth leader Vanessa uh, made a, a video that's out there getting a Very lot of views, cool. yeah. a lot of good feedback. Check that out. You can go to YouTube, search Palouse Federated Church. Um, we're going to be the one that comes up, <laughs> and then you should subscribe there is to it. No other. There is yeah. no other Palouse Federated Church, right. strangely, just we, us. We are yes. It. Yeah, um, but so, subscribe to subscribe. it, like you said. Yeah. Um, we, we have twenty seven really... subscribers. Yeah, that's two point seven percent of the Palouse population. Except most of them are your friends in Michigan. <laughs> so anyway, well, whoever wants to watch is great. Because You're right. We're just trying to provide just, some encouraging. It can encourage people in Michigan. It can encourage people in Michigan. Yeah. It can encourage people in Washington. It could encourage people in, I don't know, Brazil, if they wanted to find wow. it or whatever. They but, might um, need a translation. They, I, they, I, I accidentally turned on the English. option, and it like automatically translates what we were saying into English. Well, it we were speaking translated English. into English. <laughs> it, oh, but, boy, we got it, some work to do. What do you call it? What do you call it? it closed uh, caption. captions, yeah. I'd never seen myself closed captioned before. It was kind of like, oh, I'm big time. Ooh. Of course, I didn't do anything. <laughs> it's just the YouTube programming. Um, yeah, but we'd really love to get over a hundred because then we can get a better. There's better options. A better name instead of that. YouTube.com with all these letters and numbers we, or whatever. We, get, we could like, actually get Palouse, Palouse Church, Church yeah. or something. Uh, so it'd be easier for people to find. There was we have a virtual soup supper on there. We're going to be doing yeah. those every Wednesday. That wasn't a one-time thing. I, doing, I had a question from somebody we're in be my doing house. Weekly yeah. virtual soup suppers. Okay. Um, we're going we have uh, we have some Irish jokes on there for St. Patrick's Day. We have other stuff. Obviously, our COVID nineteen updates are on there too. Those will be out of date as we make more ones, but you can watch our previous ones. Just make sure you know, you know, when it was shared and, and right, stuff. Yeah. Um, 
We have books at the church. Uh, if you want to stop by, you can stop by without having to talk to us face-to-face. Uh, uh, we have lots of good things to read. We're sharing emails and Facebook posts with links to resources. So take advantage of all that stuff for you who are uh, stuck inside. If you want a ministry, we have ministry opportunities of checking in on people yeah. by phone mainly right. and email, messaging, and notes, sending notes in the good old mail. Uh, if you want a prayer ministry, let me know. I'll put you on our prayer team list and you can be praying for people, both the regular concerns of things that are happening and other stuff because of the dumb, stupid virus that, uh, that is saying, out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, and if you need counsel, uh, you need prayer, call the church, uh, call me, message me. We are still doing that. We I'm still here as pastor wanting to counsel, pray with, support you. So call me, message me. Um, yeah, the ministry of God continues. It just looks a little different. Yeah, so, this ain't gonna take us. Yeah. This is not gonna take us down or take us out. Yeah, it is real. It is going to impact and affect people and our economy, unfortunately. But we are going to be the church. We are going to love and serve people. Period. Um, yeah, and share the gospel. Yes. Amen. Amen. And. The, there is some great community stuff that we're a part of. Uh, search, if you are looking for community needs and community resources, up-to-date community information, you want to get on our city email list if you're in Palouse. Uh, but also um, get on or, or search for the Palouse hotline. Right. And it's probably the second or third search result. It might eventually float to the top search result. But search Palouse hotline. Um, and tons of up-to-date local information. Uh, you can. There's a form on there if you have needs in your local. There's a form on there if you want to volunteer um, in certain ways. So search Palouse Hotline, um, or there's a Facebook group. You can you can search Palouse Hotline on Facebook. Right, right. So yeah. um, great stuff being done by local civic leaders. We're a part of that. We're just part of the team there, um, and yeah. So, cool. Yeah, check it out if you we, have a need. We can help solve problems, yep. too, as the church, as we always have. You know, somebody just reached out to me directly and said, do you have toilet paper? And I don't want this to maybe go worldwide, but I was able to solve that relatively quickly for this poor family. Sure, I mean, yeah. Got them six rolls of toilet paper, you know, easy. And um, so, hey, you can always call us directly, too. And there's this great community service um Network developing. We may or may not have toilet paper. When you we call. may not. We may not. <laughs> we not. But toilet paper is still being made, and we it still is. poop at the same rate. It's. Yeah, gonna, yeah. I mean, I think. Yeah, and there's some. Uh, you know, I, so I, I I bagged up a bunch of leaves yesterday, or my family did, but we left some behind just in case. So. Oh jeez, no. <laughs> think in case things get really. Yeah, well, you could just leave the the bag of leaves by the back door. Right, right. In case it gets real yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's. I saw somebody on Facebook though trying to to grow toilet paper right they put a what they put a they a paper towel <laughs> roll paper towel or no a, a toilet paper roll in a cup of water and they're like do you think it'll, it'll oh work oh my you know? goodness lots of, of jokes and just, memes out yeah, there yeah. it doesn't work that way of yeah. course we know but yeah it was kind of made me chuckle yeah i i saw a meme uh, somebody took a picture of a farmer and his tractor doing spring work this was probably not around here but then their comment was like, why are these farmers out, you know, risking it and farming? There's plenty of food in the market still. And it's like, oh, my gosh. 
There's some people who don't know where food comes from. Yeah, and that it takes time to grow. It takes time to grow. and, and Yeah, they need yeah, to be out there doing spring work and stuff. And, and they and can they are. socially isolate while Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of farming like is thing, social right? I mean, isolation. You're, you're out there. Some of it isn't. No but, risk to anybody yeah. right now. So, yeah. Okay, we have a cool. great uh, podcast and video on how to pray in this time. That's one of yeah. the resources out there, so check that out. But now we're going to use the rest of our time to do what we always do weekly, and that's... <laughs> Make fools of ourselves. Oh, no. Something else. <laughs> that talk was, about the Bible. Yes. Um, talk about the Bible. And Tim's preaching this week. We're still in our series called uh, Overlooked. Overlooked and Powerfully Brief. Yeah. And we've been looking at some of the shortest books of the Bible. And we've made our way to little old Philemon. Philemon, Philemon yes. in the New Testament. Philemon's right after what? Titus, which is also, Titus, you know, yeah. doesn't get enough credit. And I think it's what? Right uh, before what? the uh, Hebrews, which yeah, is kind of yeah. giant compared to Philemon. It is giant compared to so, Philemon. I was thinking, if, if I didn't have my Bible with study notes, it would all fit on one page. Right. And if you were flipping through your Bible and... You might you fly know, over. You would fly over it very easily. I mean, even, even though it's... Well, what have I got? It's one of here? those flyover books. Even with my study <laughs> notes, I've only got two pages right, dedicated right. to Philemon. But if you didn't have study notes, you you could easily just flip through and and miss it altogether. And and that's one of the things that we're we're trying to point out here in the series is that uh, there are these small books. We believe that they're inspired, the inspired word of God that they were right. meant to be there, and you can't take it for granted that you know just because it's small, it doesn't have value. Right. It's, it has value, and we need to... Just like our small town has value. It does. Yeah, it does. But we need to right. intentionally... Uh, you know, sometimes I think there's... Um, I don't know if this is the way to describe it or not, but there's almost like a celebrity around certain books of the Bible. They're a little more popular, you know, or people like, you know, the <laughs> like Gospels. Romans like, doesn't want to Roman, hang out with Philemon. Like, well, Romans, I mean, it's like the gold standard, you know, yeah. and it's got all these quotable verses, and everybody knows all these things about Romans, but what about Obadiah? What about yeah. Philemon? What about Most Jude? people's life verse um, is not from Obadiah. It's not from but Obadiah. There's, there's it's some... not from Philemon, but it's there yeah. for a reason, and we can't ignore that. Yeah. Uh, and maybe um, we need to be a little more intentional in our Bible reading to make sure that we don't yeah. just skip over those things that either seem we... uninteresting to us, like you might look at some of the historical books and be like, oh... That's so boring. It's just well, yeah. such and such I, a thing or whatever. We can't be selected no. too selective in our Bible reading. It's like if we just select things. our favorites, we're going to be missing out miss on lot. important yeah. topics. Obadiah had the wrath and kind of righteous wrath message we needed to hear. Um, you know, the second and third John warned about false teachers. Right. We need to yep. hear that and some good lessons about communication. And, and Philemon has some interesting stuff that I really want to hear from you about. So yeah. can you give the audience uh, some basic background on Philemon? I know a lot of them are missing their Bible studies, and they usually cover basic background in their uh, Bible studies. So what what is Philemon? So, what, what, what well, is, who is Philemon? Is Philemon, Philemon a person? Is a person right? It's not a yeah. place like some of the other letters. No, no, no. it's uh, it, which is yeah, it's a letter to a person named Philemon, named Philemon and some other people in his household. Um, and interestingly, it says in, in the very uh, first or in verse two, I guess you know, and the church in your house. But it's primarily addressed to Philemon, and Philemon is somebody who Paul knows. Now Paul is in prison. Poor Paul, again, right? No, <laughs> in prison, and is this near the end of Paul's life, or would do we know? Um, 
when he writes Philemon? There is there is some um, discrepancy. Um, let me. Yeah, I, I didn't but mean to this, like totally this, sidetrack the podcast there, but so he in, was in prison more than once. Yeah, so, yeah. and this one says about sixty two A.D. Um, maybe when he was in Rome. Okay, is what the the notes to is the what ESV, ESV study Bible says. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he's an older Paul, very mature, been leading in the church for decades at this point. Right. Been leading right. in the gospel movement, right. if you want to call yeah. it that. And, and so we have some limited information about these people, but we what we know is that Philemon was uh, a, a leader in the church in Colossae. And a small town. A small town. Colossae, yeah. Yeah, like Palouse. You know. mm-hmm. Maybe not quite like Palouse, but uh, a small town. And uh, he had probably met Paul in Ephesus when Paul was on his mission, you know, doing his missionary work there in Ephesus. Ephesus and was a bigger city. A bigger right. city. Mm-hmm. And, and Philemon came to faith there. And then uh, Epaphras, who we meet at the very end of uh, the book of Philemon, he started a church, uh, a house church in Colossae, and um, Philemon... But he couldn't find a church building for sale? He, he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, No, sorry. no, couldn't <laughs> find a church for sale, because uh, that's not how it worked back then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he started a house church, and Philemon became a leader in that, and that's where the church met in Philemon's house. And so, uh, and Philemon was a man of wealth uh, uh, and, and a person of influence in okay. the community. Maybe that's why and they met in his house, slightly bigger probably house than bigger other than, people. than other people's. And um, because of that and because of his station and status, he also had uh, slaves. Mm-hmm. And that was very common in that time. Right. If you were a person of a certain means, you had slaves in your house. And um, one of his slaves was named Onesimus. Mm-hmm. Onesimus. Yes. Not old Nesimus, but oh, Onesimus. Yes, o n e. Nessimus. Whatever, yes. Oh, boy. Oh. I'm getting phone calls. Are we all getting yeah. called by the same people at once? Well, you know, I set up my phone keep, to keep, do this weird Keep talking. Thing. Keep talking. Um, ooh, what was I doing? So, um, Philemon has a slave named Onesimus. And we don't know the details of what happened, but somehow, in some way, Onesimus wronged Philemon. And there was, uh, and, and Onesimus ran away. Um, so we don't know the reason why. We don't know what happened. We just know that, that it did. That something happened between Onesimus and Philemon, and Philemon ran away. And he apparently ran away and, and, and went to find Paul. Mm. And he found Paul. And uh, So it wasn't just yeah. a coincidence that he found Paul or anything. I mean, like, there's like a, maybe a Christian network or something. Or he, not, uh, he knew that his owner Philemon had this connection and right and there's so there's there's this I don't know I wasn't planning to get too much in the weeds and okay, okay. but uh, but in the ancient world if there was if a slave thought he was being treated unfairly or something like that they would sometimes go to um, a friend of their owners to try to essentially broker some sort of Deal. compromise okay um, Good. I didn't know that. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. It's it is interesting. But um, so so Onesimus ran away, and he meets Paul, and Onesimus is he he becomes a follower of Jesus. Wow. And what happens here is that Paul is trying to 
he's, he loves Onesimus like a son, and that's what he says in the scriptures, but he wants to, he recognizes that, that there's this brokenness still that exists between Onesimus and Philemon. And as, uh, as co-laborers in Christ and in the Christian movement, and as brothers, as we like to say, in the faith, uh, there needs to be some reconciliation. And so Paul's letter to Philemon is really a very bold and radical uh, request for Philemon to consider Onesimus, to welcome him back, not as a slave, but as a brother. Mm. And uh, so there's a lot, and that has some pretty serious and radical implications for their culture. And of course, I think today too, for how uh, we treat one another and, and participate as members of the body of Christ. So could I read a couple of verses with all that in mind? Um, yeah, it's just one absolutely. chapter. The whole book is one chapter. But verse 12 says, I am sending him back to you. This is Paul's about Onesimus here, right? right? Saying, I am sending him back to you, sending my very heart. Yes. So this is very personal. Paul sees himself as a father, as a father to, figure yeah. to him. Uh, I would have been glad to keep him with me in order that he might serve me on your behalf during my imprisonment for the gospel. But I prefer to do nothing without your consent in order that your goodness might not be by compulsion, but of your own accord. For this is perhaps why he was parted from you for a while, that you might have him back forever. No longer as a bondservant, but more than a bondservant, as a beloved brother, Mm. especially to me, but how much more... Uh, both in flesh and in the Lord. So, yeah, Paul is, this is cool. Like, he's sending him back, saying he's a he's a brother in Christ now. Now, how are you going to see him and receive him? Uh, I, I know this is, this is not just an endorsement of slavery. I want to be clear, right? No, I mean, in fact, it's, it's more, the opposite. Yeah, Paul yeah. Is, is... Like, we are bigger he, than that. Paul would feel comfortable, he says, basically commanding Philemon to release... Onesimus from his obligation, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to do that because right. uh, you know, he, he wants, wants to, him do, to it voluntarily. do it voluntarily because it's as the right thing to Christ, do as a brother right. in Christ or whatever. And so, um, you know, Philemon, if you know, when when he gets Onesimus back, he can punish him. He could have him killed. He could do whatever he wanted essentially, and that would have been within his rights as a slaveholder in that culture and in that that law. But um, Paul's message to Paul's message to Philemon and really to us is that God is a God of grace and uh, of of love and that we are equal partners in the work of the gospel. And he wants Onesimus to be freed for that work. Um, Yeah, and the way he says in verse 17, so if you consider me your partner, receive him as you would receive me. Yeah. So he's he's telling him Philemon, re- receive Onesimus like you would welcome me. Now that's radical, like you're saying. Wow. Well, and the, the yeah. really the most radical thing is what comes next, <laughs> um, because because no, he verse says, eighteen. Uh, yeah, if if he has wronged you at all or owes you anything, charge that to my account. A- and Paul is essentially modeling for Philemon and for us this. Um, what Jesus, he's modeling what Jesus did in real life. Uh, Jesus died on the cross and made a bridge between 
us and God so that we could have reconciliation and relationship and restoration. And, and, and Paul is kind of putting himself here between Onesimus and, and Philemon trying to bring uh, in Christ this reconciliation and restoration and and um, so a lot of big words there. For, yeah, for, yeah. But, Sorry. but are you saying as a Christian, we should take the lead of Jesus and we should take the hit for the vulnerable, for the weak, for the broken? Um, he covered over our sins, but then in imitating Jesus, we should we should take the hit, like Paul's taking the hit for his brother. Like, are you saying that? Yes. I okay. 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 Yeah. I was trying to break it down. I, like, to, I don't know if I. What I mean I obviously is, didn't say it that what, way. What I mean yeah, is, yeah. like, uh, so in our society right now, we're being told to isolate and to to give up some of our civil liberties and things in order that people like my nephew, who's in his thirties, who has a donated kidney and only one. Um, could have a better chance of survival. You know, he lives right, right, right near the epicenter of this outbreak. Um, or our elderly, like, okay, as Christ did for us, um, took the punishment, took the, the that was ours because he could take it. You know, Paul is saying, I can take this. I will cover over whatever he has wronged you. And, and I think, you know, and, and I'm not saying there's any wrong associated with COVID-19, but like, it's our job as Christians to see brokenness and like you said, that important word reconciliation, like where can we encourage that restoration, that that mending or prevent death or destruction? If we can do something where we have to suffer a bit, but for the greater good or for the survival of someone else, it's part of our Christian duty to to sacrifice. Right. It is. Yeah. And yeah, and and to also consider, uh, you know, consider others as we consider ourselves. Amen. And that's I've something heard that, that <laughs> that's something that, especially in times of crisis, I think it's hard for us to do. You know, our human tendency is to take care of, you know, take care, look out for number one, and take care the, of myself. The unholy trinity. The unholy trinity. Me, myself, and I. I. Yeah. <laughs> but what God is calling us to is something very different, and it's this uh, putting off of those old ways and clothing ourselves instead with compassion and humility and kindness and love and generosity. And, and yeah, it's going to look a little bit different, but that's what we're called to do. And, and Paul is modeling that to Philemon and Onesimus and also to us, you know, centuries, millennia later, um, as yeah. an example to follow. Amen. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Awesome. There's a lot in this power packed little book. <clears throat> we shouldn't look over it. Overlook no. it. Overlook it. Don't overlook it. Okay. So I think we're about out of time, though, so uh, we got to wrap things up. All right. So, well, thanks for uh, for listening, all of you. This has been Pastor Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop Studios in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington, wishing you a blessed day.